and welcome to Don't Die Before You're Dead. I am your host, Mary McCartney, and this is where we talk about all things related to living the life that you are meant to live. It's been a while since I've done a podcast, and I've been trying to think about where I've been and what I've been doing and why it has taken me so long to nestle in and get it done again. And part of it is because of my travels and places I've been to. Some of it has been, um, you know, I don't mean it to sound like an excuse, but some of it was the weather and I ended up in my van. And believe me, when I was looking at doing the podcast and was looking at starting it up, I do this on Zoom and then I can strip the audio and I put the whole thing, the video up on YouTube and it looked awful. You know, my van's fairly dark and I ended up looking like this lit up neon face, big face. Uh, you know, it was kind of frightening, actually, if you think about it. So for those of you who are just listening on the podcast, well, that's great. But for those of you who might follow along on YouTube, I didn't want to subject that to you. And of course, yes, to a degree, it is an excuse. And I need to hold myself accountable for that. One of the things I've been talking about with my sister-in-law recently is you know, basically about consistency. I struggle with that. I'll be perfectly honest. I I love to start new things. I'm excited and, you know, I want to get going on it. But then sometimes I find that if I miss one, it's easy to miss two or three. And then next thing you know, it's hard to kind of get back into the groove of things. And of course, there's a term for that. And people call it, especially with dieting or with drinking or whatever, you fell off the wagon. Well, not only did I fall off the wagon with my podcast, but I feel like I've been dragged for miles and miles. So, I, you know, for those of you who have been following me every week, I am so thankful you do that. And I apologize. Um, yeah, I could make excuses. And I think most of us can. One of the things I've really been focusing on, as you may know, is about making the most out of our life. And even to the point of making that important every day is it's not a matter of the accumulated total at the end of our life, because some of that may be full of some regrets. And I'm all about regret elimination, avoidance, actually. So I've been asked, why did I do my tour? Why did I set out on the road this summer when it's not really It's not really the tour that I had planned to make. It is just Ontario. Sure, I could have gone to other provinces. I don't know that I would have been well received. And when you're driving, of course, you've got this big stamp called a license plate that follows you everywhere. And people know that you are from not only out of town, but out of province. But the cost of doing that would have been totally mine because I did not have those speaking engagements or book signing deals that or not deals, but book signing opportunities that I was looking for. And so for multiple reasons, I chose just to do Ontario. So people are saying or asking some, you know, I mean, they're curious, like, are you not worried that you might have, um, you know, you know, I, you know, whatever, um, damaged it. No, that's not the right word. What would be the right word? Um, undermined. That's a good word. Maybe I would have undermined my whole intent for my tour next year. And I'm thinking, no, no, because I don't feel that putting things off is the right way. I mean, that's what I teach. That's what I'm telling people to do. Stop waiting. Stop putting things off. 
you know, we don't know what tomorrow brings. We don't know that I'll get an opportunity to even think about it for next year. My health could fail. My finances could fail. I may not even be here. I mean, be, you know, the, the ultimate that, you know, I've passed through to circumstances I have no control over. So why would I put it off? People put things off. And that's what I'm all about. Live the life you're meant to to live. Not 10 years from now, not 20 years from now when it's convenient, when it's suitable, but every day. And if you can't go touring the countryside the way I am, I, you know, agreed. I am blessed. I'm very fortunate that I'm able to do what I'm doing. And maybe you'd like to do it too. And uh, you and I can chat about that. If you like, send me a message because I'd love to tell you the ins and outs of what I'm doing. Some people will laugh. Some people will think I'm absolutely crazy. Some people say, well, I can't do that. I wasn't 100% sure that I could do it either until I actually left home and, and hit the road and went, oh, this is pretty cool. I mean, there was, if I was honest with you, there is, um, there is that thought in the back of my head that what if I'm out three or four days and decide that uh, I don't like this? I don't like being alone. I don't like... Uh, not knowing where I'm going to be from day to day. Some people would absolutely hate that. And I know some of you. And I wasn't sure for myself, but I am sure that I want to experience life while I still have it. So right now, as I'm sitting here, and I'll explain this for those of you who are listening to the podcast as opposed to watching the YouTube, I am sitting in a very small but very pleasant family park, family playground, if you will, just outside on the outskirts of Owen Sound, Ontario. It's beautiful, although it's a, an overcast day. It's very, very cloudy. And, you know, it did say it was going to rain. And I'm sitting on a, a, a bench that has a little bit of a canopy in case it does rain. Not that I worry about getting wet. It's just I have my computer stuff. But it's very small. And I'm looking out at the waters. And I'm thinking it's Georgian Bay. Um I should have checked my geography before I jumped on this podcast, but I'm thinking that's what it is. And there's a gentleman on a rock jetty about 200 feet from me that he, he's fishing. He's out there at the end of this rock. Uh, could be a pier of sorts, if you will, made of all rocks. And it's just the two of us here. Apparently, there's a really nice beach, but I haven't been down to check it out yet. Hopefully, I will. But it's a perfect setting for me to actually do this podcast and catch up a bit of computer work for those of you on youtube you'll see the cars passing back and forth behind me and right across the road there's a, a really jazzy um, golf course so although as much as i'm out here by myself i'm really not out here by myself but there are things that i needed to learn about myself as well things that i've discovered and some of that I'll go into in depth later on, or I've already talked about some of it. One of the things I've noticed is um, people going out for a walk, they either have a friend or a dog. And if it's a couple, they have two dogs. And, uh, you know, that's kind of funny. And I, there's no way I can uh, manage a dog on this trip, although it would have been great company for me. But this is a perfect place to kind of pull off the side of the road. Uh, there's public washrooms here, very clean, very well kept. And I, I find that this connection with nature almost surprises me. Everything I've been posting, as I'm sure you've noticed, is about water. 
And I realized how important water is to me in my life. And of course, Joe and I sailed for, oh, any number of years. But I've been surprised the most, perhaps, about my liking some really interesting trees. You know, trees are showing us such uh, tenacity. You know, there are some pictures I've posted or I intend to post that showing trees growing out of rocks. When I did the tour around Perry Sound in the 30,000 islands, I was amazed at the at the trees that would just grow out of the rocks, almost grow out sideways and then reach up up to the sky. How tenacious to survive. Nature will find a way. There's a lot of lessons to be learned from that, and we can find a way too. Time is something I've taught a lot in my teaching career. I've done any number of multiple workshops on, you know, time management, uh, procrastination, avoiding. Um, I've done one workshop called Slay the Procrastination Dragon, because sometimes that will really get to us. And I, I admit, you know, I mean, I struggle with that, too. And maybe that's what makes me a good teacher is the fact that I know uh, I know what we face and I know some of the barriers there. And but I've also looked at how I can overcome some of that. And like I was talking about the consistency, you know, you got to fight the procrastination to be consistent. And I think for me, that's that's an ongoing struggle. That's an ongoing struggle. But in the time management, I've realized really time is critical. It is the most important part of our life. It is the, the only non-renewable resource we have, as far as I can tell, because once the time is gone, it's gone, never to be repeated. This moment, this absolute minute in time will never be repeated. Now I'm sitting in a you know, a very nice area doing this podcast, and maybe it won't be the most important thing in my life. But some of you may be at this very moment in your most important situation, whether it's seeing a friend you haven't seen for a long time, maybe it's seeing somebody who's ill and you don't know if you'll see them again. But these minutes will never come again. Some of you may have heard about the analogy of the bank account. And if someone were to give you $86,400 in your bank account, that it was a one-time offer every day. You've got to spend it. You can't save any of it. Once it's gone, it's gone. You have no balance for the next day. You start all over again with the same thing. But what you do with it whether you invest it for keepsake or whether you squander it on things that are not going to be meaningful for you down the road is entirely up to you. It comes with no strings attached. Well, time can be like that. 86,400 seconds is our 24-hour day. What are we doing with them? We can't do them again. We can't reuse them. Once they're gone, they're gone. And if we thought about seconds the way we think about money, now, I've also considered the fact that if we had $86,400 in the bank, we wouldn't worry about spending $100 or more because we have an unlimited quantity. However, what do we spend it on? That's what matters. Mark Levy had some interesting things to say about time. He went through some of the um, 
the categories of time that we have. And I, I kind of added a couple of extras myself, but consider time in this way. And perhaps you'll look at things a little bit differently in terms of the time you use during the day, whether you're gaining the most out of it or not. So consider this, what is the value of one year? Well, ask a student who has failed a course. Obviously they need to redo it. What is the value of a month? Ask the mother of a premature baby. What is the value of a week? Ask the editor of a weekly newspaper. What is the value of a day? Go ask a person who gets paid for working daily. What is the value of an hour? Ask two lovers who are waiting to meet. Seem like an eternity. What is the value of a minute? Ask someone who has just missed the bus or the train or a boat, a ship, something important like that. What is the value of a second? Ask someone who has narrowly escaped death in a car accident, perhaps. And what about the value of a millisecond? Well, it's very timely as we've just finished the Olympics, but ask the athlete who won the silver medal in the Olympics. All of these are great examples of how valuable time is. And I'm not so naive to think that this will be our mindset every moment of every day. It might be important enough to you know, write something like this out and put it where you see it every day. So you can retrain your thinking change your mindset and consider the fact that this time, this elusive quantity that can't be refilled has a tremendous amount of value in it. Those accumulated seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, and months and years. I don't know if I got that in the right order or not, but you know what I mean. Um, they all add up to a lifetime. And what are you doing with it? Because once it's over, it's over. I lost Joe four years ago. And a day doesn't go by that I don't miss him, especially when I'm out walking and I realize everybody else has somebody. And those people, especially who are, you know, in their twilight years and they're walking along, a, say, a boardwalk beside the water, hand in hand. And it's kind of pulls up my heart. I'll be honest, it, it's, it pulls. But the fact that we had so much togetherness and making memories in our sailboat, learning how to sail without, uh, you know, maybe many damaging the boat or the docks or ourselves. Um, I feel really blessed in that. So how are you doing? Do you struggle with all of this? Does it make sense to you? Uh, are you putting things off till later thinking that later will be better? What if it takes two of you to do it and later comes in one of you isn't there? Are you going to end up down the road, wherever that road stop is, full of regrets for things that you wished you'd done? 
course, I read a lot, so I, I, I get wisdom from a lot of people, and I wish I could give credit where credit's due, but often I have forgotten that. But the whole idea of saying, you know, later isn't something guaranteed to everyone. Not our later, not what we think is going to be. So it's not what we do that we regret so much as what we didn't do. There have been many things written about people in senior residences in the, you know, maybe even in the long-term care homes that speak to that very fact, the things that they regret. No one regrets not spending enough time in the office. No one regrets climbing the corporate ladder higher and persevering to the point that, you know, they forsook, had to give up all their family. People don't think of those things. It's not about the the successes that maybe you didn't quite reach. It's about what you gave up in the in the pursuit of that success. And what you gave up probably is something that you needed to invest time in. I'm of an age where I remember the song, The Cat's in the Cradle. Wish I could remember who sang it. I want to say Cat Stevens, but I'm not sure. But just off the top of my head, thinking about that. It's a, it's a great song to teach us that now is the important time. It's what we do with now that matters. It matters to us, for our future us. It matters to our family. So what is now for you? Are you doing the things that are going to really be soul satisfying? Or are you driven by the financial satisfying? And I get it. I certainly get it. I have come through some very hard times financially. And I know that you can't be out there living your dreams if you're financially strapped. But if that's your pursuit, 100%, I challenge you maybe that um, it might cost you more than you think it does. So in the meantime, uh, today is a new day. One thing I really love about life itself is that every day is a new beginning. We get a chance to start over, to to live better, to live kinder, to make amends. Every day is a new day, and we get to choose what we're going to do with it. I don't know about you, but I am today sitting exactly where I am this moment in time based on every choice I ever made for myself. And you know what? I think the same is true for you. And if it's good, that's great. You're making it. If it's not good, then what can you do to change it? You can't do it all, especially not in a day, but you can do a little something. Squirrel some money away. Uh, make a plan. Um, start putting one foot in front of the other every day, leading you in the direction. Now, that reminds me, and I'll just, as I close here, um, I saw, a, 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 it was kind of like a chick flick the other day about a novelist who was, re, was claiming uh, a particular quote, but may not necessarily be living it. And then I tripped over it again at a friend's house and I thought, it's very meaningful. 
Go in the direction of your dreams. Live the life you imagine. And on that note, I challenge you, it takes time. Time might be your missing ingredient. So capture it, hold on to it, and use it to do that. Again, I'm Mary McCartney. This is Don't Die Before You're Dead. And I dare you to get out there, live the life you imagine. Bye now.